When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brain leak. I used to play this all the time on my streams, but it kept getting claimed all the time, so I was like, I can't do that anymore. Oh. Everybody, welcome back to the Brain Leak Podcast. Woo! Super Bowl edition. Superb Owl edition. Man, baby, the Super Bowl has already happened by the time you're seeing this, but. Yeah. You know. Super Bowl's when? This Sunday? 11th? This Sunday, the 11th. Sunday is for football and Jesus. Oh, baby, and you know that when they get out on on that court there, every player's going to get down. He's going to look down up at the sky up there, and he's going to say, Brothers, let me win a Super Bowl. On let the me court? over the family. Come on. When they get what? on the court? <laughs> yeah, f- court, field. It's, it's all just God's playing field, in it? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if they're scoring three-pointer touchdown. It's all forgotten the end, baby. But you, you better bet your ass that it's got it's got to be real grass down there, no AstroTurf. If we're running around on AstroTurf, it's just not worth it. We got to be on God's green grass right now. We got to stick our toes and our studs right in the soil. Here's here's what here's what those people don't think about those people that don't believe in Jesus Christ. They they say, Oh, we want more astroturf. You don't have to mow the lawn. You don't have to water it. It's better when you don't have to water it. How do you expect the players, right, to connect with our guard or above when they can't even feel the real grass underneath their toes when they're running around with that ball out there, huh? Yeah, it's going to be a game two halves out there. We're going to have the first half. We're going to have the second half. We might even split those halves up into more halves, make them into quarters. It'll give us more time to see the, the halftime show. I heard that uh, SpongeBob's coming out again. It's going, to be, it's going to be huge this year, Rick. It's going to be one of the craziest football games that I've ever seen in my life. My wife's already preparing all the food, all the sliders. I went out, you know, I had to. I had to search a little bit. Not only search on the shelves, but do a little soul searching because, you know, Bud Light is all woke now. Can't do Bud Light at Super Bowl, okay? So got to find a different beer. You know what they say? Bud Light, it's an acronym. It stands for, bitch, you don't like it? Go home then. (laughs) (laughs) Does that actually spell out Bud Light? I can't take credit for that one. I saw a TikTok about that. It's like, what you got there? <laughs> Bitch, you don't like it? Go home then. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, Super Bowl. It. Who's playing in the Super Bowl? Super Bowl is the... Uh, United the States Francisco... Rooksackers versus yeah. the Kentucky Bourbons. I think it's the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers versus... The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, San Francisco 49 Is Kansas City Chiefs Travis Kelsey? Kansas City Chiefs is Travis Kelsey, yes. Dude, he's going to be out there, and if he loses, Taylor might break up with him. She's like, She stands over him, spits him, and says, I need a real man who can t- touch down. Mm-hmm. Well, does, here's wh- the thing. Where does he play? Is he quarterback? No. Linebacker? He's, he's tight end. Ooh. Travis with the fucking b-hole. What does a tight end do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're asking. <laughs> he is uh, an offensive ball handler. It's <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all, Travis? Aren't we all? <laughs> Oh man! 
It's the job of the tight end along with the fullback to block for both running backs and receivers. Tight ends are used as blockers to protect the quarterback during passing plays, uh, to open holes in the line and down. I just love that you say, I'm a tight end. I'm an offensive <laughs> ball handler. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, why have I been watching football with terminology like this? You got John Madden out there being like, he got coming in, he got a tight end, and, and he's an offensive <laughs> ball handler. You know, think about it, football kind of fruity. <laughs> what are what are all these guys chasing each other for? <laughs> <laughs> Just running around smacking each other's asses, handling each other's balls. <laughs> running around trying to handle their balls. <laughs> so basically funny. he's a tackler. Yeah, he like he guards, I guess, and blocks. But he also when where, where does the ball handling come in? <laughs> Yeah, if he's just the one guarding and blocking and defending and he doesn't even get the fucking ball. He doesn't okay, even so do it as a touchdown. Historically, the primary role of a tight end was blocking with strategic use as a receiver. Over time, emphasis of offense has shifted from running to passing uh, and with it, the role of the tight end as a receiver expanded. The tight end receiver? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, football uh, rules. So they go in between. I guess depending on the play, they're either blocking or they're making themselves open to, to receive. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How anyone watches this sport with a straight face and a fucking Modelo in their hand? You see that, Chase? He went in there. He got a tight end. Yeah. He, 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 great receiver. Great receiver. He's open. He's wide. Great receiving. He's seen the way he handled that ball. Fucking great. Come on, Chiefs. Come he, on. He never neglects the ball. Okay. <laughs> he always, always takes the ball. If he's open and he's wide, he's taking the ball. Wait, who's the San Francisco 49ers? San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Apparently... <laughs> According to the Google, uh, the 49ers are 14 and five. The Kansas City Chiefs Chiefs are 14 and six. So the 49ers this season have done better than the Chiefs. Why are they called the 49ers? Were they made in 1949? Let's find out. Why San Francisco? No, there's 49 of them. They're allowed to put out way more players. It's like shit. We should have called ourselves the Kansas City 106s. Uh. Sorel, this is like the first thing that pops up. I don't know who Sorel is, maybe the owner, suggested the team be named the 49ers after the Voyagers who rushed west for gold. That doesn't explain anything. We rushed, rushed west for gold. So were they like 49 years old? Were there 49 of them? Is it 1849? 1749? Oh, that is, you are correct. It's named for the year they began to arrive in California, 1849. Wow. There was 300,000 of them. <laughs> Holy mother of God. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be crazy out there. It's going to be crazy. So the internet wants the Chiefs to win because they want the camera to turn to Taylor Swift every two minutes. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think a lot of people want the Chiefs to win because of of Taylor. Um, T-Switty. Here, here's what I want to talk about real quick. Okay. And I'm wondering if you can weigh in on this as someone who doesn't watch football just like me. Okay. Okay. I think, now, I watched maybe two football games this entire year. None of that them were Chiefs games. You're two up on me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I don't know if the last couple games were weird referee-wise. I haven't heard anything or anything like that. But I think... I think that there might have been some foul play, and I think I may have talked about this either in a previous. Are you episode saying or maybe I about it there's show. bullshit going on behind the scenes to get Taylor Swift to the Super Bowl? Uh huh. That is what I'm saying. They want to that see is, Travis Kelsey's tight end. They want to see Travis Kelsey's tight end, and they want to see how he handles those balls. But you more could, importantly, you might be onto something. They want to see Taylor Swift's reaction to Travis Kelsey handling balls and his tight end. 
Ipso facto, Taylor Swift is a cock. (laughs) (laughs) Ipso facto, this Super Bowl is actually just the Eras Tour. (laughs) I I honestly think, though, that there may... I, I don't know how sports work, though, but I, it wouldn't surprise me because the the number of viewers for the Super Bowl will be higher this year because of Taylor Swift. Guys, we've talked about it before. You spending all that money, subscriptions rolling over. You have no idea what you've subscribed to. I had that recently. I subscribed to a photo filter app because I was like, I'm going to take more selfies and I'm going to get a really good one that people recommend online. It's a paid one, so it'll be really good. Turns out I didn't take more pictures. I didn't use any of the filters. I think I used one. And then three months later, I saw that that subscription was still rolling over and I was just wasting money on something that I never use. Chances are... That's probably happening to you as well, so you're going to need Rocket Money. We've talked about it before, it's a great service, it can help you find the subscriptions that you're paying for that you don't realize you still are. It's a place that can put them all in one place for you, it can also tell you if any of your subscriptions are going up in price. It just helps you save money. And let's face it, in this day and age, we all could do with not spending more than we need to. It's getting expensive out there. So Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members on average of $720 a year with over 500 million in cancelled subscriptions. That's a lot of dosh. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com brain. That's rocketmoney.com brain. Rocketmoney.com brain. Go, go, go. I think there's a lot of bullshit going on in sports all the time that none of us are privy to. Mm-hmm. I remember, God, I forget his name now, that bald referee guy for other football, he was notorious for being uncorruptible. And there was like mm. phone call evidence of people trying to corrupt him to like throw one of the games and he wouldn't do it. Mm. So that just proves to me that that shit goes on all the time behind the scenes. All the time. If you just, it's probably in boxing as well. You throw enough money at the problem, cha-ching, you can do what you want. In boxing, it's like a huge problem. I was talking uh, to my coach the other day about it, actually, because I I was like, what are your thoughts on, on, like, creators joining boxing? And he's like, I think it's great. Like, I think it expands the sport. It makes the sport more popular. Like, the everybody, like, makes a fuss about creators doing boxing. That's not the problem with boxing. The problem with boxing is, like, how corrupt it is. Mm. Because the fights happen like that all the time, where they will throw more money at a person, so they'll throw the fight. Dude, you gotta be careful. Fucking Mike Tyson might punch you in the face for saying that. He might punch me in the face. I don't know. He might just punch you in the face anyway. I don't know what Mike's up to these days. Maybe. I don't know. I think he has a podcast or something. We could have Mike Tyson on the podcast. What a fucking loser. (laughs) Fucking loser does boxing and then does a podcast. I know. Who does that? Guess I got to do boxing. I'm going to reverse it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do a podcast and then go boxing. The box cast. The box cast, baby. We should do that for a brain leak video. Do do a little boxing. Um, I don't know anything about boxing. I, I I have a strong arm, but I have no fundamentals. But and we all know that, boxing is more than just being able to punch hard. <laughs> but isn't that the fun of it? You learn and you go, oh, wow. If I'm allowed to be in a boxing match where I get to throw the first punch and he's not allowed to dodge it, I might win. Okay. But if he survives that first punch, I give up. <laughs> Forfeit. Throw the towel. <laughs> it's basically just we an excuse for me to get into the ring, hit people, and then be like, damn, guess I lose. <laughs> What I've wanted to do for a really long time, I still want to do this, is I want to do a video where it's boxing in complete darkness, where <laughs> where it's two people boxing and a referee, and then there's like commentators and stuff that have <laughs> night vision goggles, and there's like every camera is night vision, and it's like fully produced where there's like a big like boom camera and stuff yeah. like that, like a camera on a jib, but then the referee can also have night vision but the the two boxers they don't have night vision but they have it's not like normal boxing gloves i would want to make it so it's relatively safe uh but i think that that would be kind of you gotta blindfold them you can't just do it in like a dark room 
Oh, Which if you no, want like no, a no, jib and a crane dirt. and shit. You just turn off the lights, dark. you're still gonna be able to see. <laughs> no, no way. No <laughs> way. Um, but anyway, I do think since the beginning of the season, it, there's been a little bit of corruption. I think it's up to us as podcast journalists to out the treachery that has been going on in the NFL this season. Mm -hmm. Also, I have never really heard of the Chiefs until maybe I have. And now the Taylor Swift connection is just making it more apparent on the Internet. I've always heard of the 49ers. So in my head, 49ers are a good team and Chiefs are just like, why are they here? What's happening? The Chiefs... Uh, how, how, which of them have been to the Super Bowl more? Chiefs have been to the Super Bowl uh, three times. Hmm. They went last year. Oh. Last year and 2020 and 1970. Damn. Uh, how many times? Do you think that's because of Travis Kelsey? Of the last two years? Or the 2020 It's and like the 70s and then suddenly, boom, here we are. Here we are, baby. It might be. He's got a crazy tight end. <laughs> <laughs> The 49ers have been five times, so they've been more times, but the last time that they went to the Super Bowl was 1995. Ooh, so had, then I want them to win. Spell. Although if the Chiefs have been there and never won, then it's kind of fun. But it's I like when the team that hasn't been there in a while gets there and then wins, and then the underdog story is complete. <gasps> Whoa! It says here that the that the 49ers haven't been in the Super Bowl since 1995. But if I go back to the Kansas City Chiefs and when they've been in the Super Bowl, 2020 versus the 49ers. What? That doesn't make any sense at all. That doesn't make sense. I don't I like don't that. Trust Google. It doesn't matter. Here's the big question, though, Sean. The question that's on everybody's mind. I doubt is, that. Is obviously, I want to I wanna see Taylor. I want to see Taylor because it's the Taylor Swift show. I would, okay, I'm going to go off on a mini tangent, okay? Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say these words and then. Hope for the best. We'll talk. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> really rolling the dice here. I am fine with Taylor Swift as a person, as an artist. I am annoyed by Taylor Swift currently as an entity, mm. not necessarily because of Taylor Swift, but because of the amount of saturation in the media and her fan base. Well, this is a good tangent to go off on the fact that people, there's a trend going around right now of people turning on Taylor. And there's people making lots of TikToks about it. A lot of them, a lot of the like hardcore Swifties are still Team Taylor and everything. But some of them are like, as a former Swiftie, I can't stand by her anymore because we've had her in the news a lot over the last year being an eco terrorist for her <laughs> carbon emissions for her private jet. Mm. Uh, and people saying she's like the number one polluter of celebrities. Of course, I'm getting all my information from headlines and TikToks. So I don't know if any yeah. of this, uh, what the actual numbers for any of this shit are. But because the Grammys just happened, yeah. and people are kind of like annoyed with her there because she got up and she won a bunch of Grammys. And then her last one, she announced her new album. And apparently mm -hmm. a lot of people were like, eh, don't do that at the Grammys. Like imagine if a a director got up at an Oscar and was like, my next movie is, and everyone's like, what? Yeah, I I agree with that, honestly. Mm. I It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It's like, okay, yeah, you're accepting an award that you just won, but the award yeah. show is just sort of like celebrate the industry and everybody's accomplishments and to spotlight well, let's, people. Well, let's not forget that Taylor Swift is not really a person anymore. It's like a PR machine. And she has a lot of people telling her what to do, and it's, it's all a plan to, like, promote things. So it's like, oh, all eyes on us. Bad controversy, good controversy. Is that even a thing? All news is good news. And then she got up and accepted an award, and people were pissed that she didn't take Celine Dion more seriously or, like, say anything to her or thank her or make eye contact. And then PR departments apparently were behind the scenes freaking out, and they were like, we got to get a picture of them together and put it out incredibly quickly. So, and it was like the two of them smiling and happy, and then it was like, okay, crisis averted. No one can get mad at her for not saying anything to Celine Dion. Because Celine Dion hasn't been around much. She has, a like, a muscle disease. Yeah, I think it's like called stiff, muscle stiff syndrome. person's Stiff person. Or something, yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, because I was confused about that, too, because a bunch of people were like, oh, Taylor Swift didn't, like, hug Celine Dion when she got up to the thing. Mm. But f apparently, and again, 
Just like what you were just saying, I'm getting all of my information from fucking Twitter and TikTok. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like it's like a thing where it's like you don't touch Celine Dion because of like because of the disability that she has. Yeah. So it's like, okay, did she not like shake her hand or hug her because of that? Or I don't know. I think people are also reading too much into it. If I was yeah. winning a Grammy, I mean Taylor Swift is more used to it than other people, but like if I was winning a Grammy, I think that I would be like a little like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, no one is owed anything, right? No one's owed, I get like a respect thing and Celine Dion's been around forever, but if someone doesn't hug her, it's not like, let's destroy that person. It's like, it's whatever. It's it's just celebrities yeah. being celebrities and it's one team fighting another team. Who really cares? Um, but that kind of stuff went on during the night where... Boy Genius, which I didn't realize Phoebe Bridgers is part of Boy Genius. I thought she mm. was just her own thing. But she did like a speech after they were on like the red carpet or showing the Grammys or whatever about a sexual deviant man in the industry and yeah. how shit he was. And then Taylor Swift comes in and is like, let's all get a picture. Can I put my Grammy on your head? Hey, kiss my Grammy. And it's like seeing that clip with the other clip back to back. Everyone was kind of like, everyone got the ick from Taylor apparently. <laughs> Oh, the ick of Taylor Swift. And everyone's like, her mask is slipping. She can't keep up her PR face any longer. The egotistical <laughs> nature's coming out. And I'm like, part of me, part of me kind of like wants to be like, yeah, let's go. Oh, drama. But at the same time, I'm like, guys, get off your phones. <laughs> this one I'm very excited about. This sponsor for this segment of the podcast, I personally am very excited for. It's Tushy. This is something I firmly believe in for everybody is that we should all be taking care of our bottoms when going to the bathroom. We got some bidets installed, we got some washers installed in our house and it absolutely revolutionized our life. Revolutionized? I made up a word just for how powerful it was. The fact that you can go into the bathroom, do your business and come out squeaky clean and never have to worry about it is incredible. I cannot under I cannot stress the underestimation of how powerful a feeling that is. Did that sentence make sense? I don't know. No one wants to go to the bathroom like a caveman. People need to revolutionize, okay? You sit down and then you wipe with a dry piece of paper. That's all over your hands. If you got poop on your arm, would you wipe it off with tissue? No, you'd wash it. That's what you should be doing to your little bum bum. Not only will it keep you cleaner, it'll also help out the environment a little. We all we go through so much toilet paper all the time. Let's stop it. So if you want to treat your booty the way you should be, then you can get yourself a tushy. It installs on your toilet. It's super easy, really quick. It can go on anything. Over three million butts love tushy, they said. Three million people. You could be one of them. Three million and one. Come on. Get 10% off tushy with the code BRAIN at hellotushy.com slash brain. Yeah. Also, and, oh, hold on, everybody. And, oh, fucking chill <laughs> with what I'm about to say. Dude, I can't imagine how stressful it would be to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest, it's probably yeah. really hectic and stressful. I think, I think the private jet stuff. I think that's fair game. I think being a massive polluter of stuff while everyone in the world is told to recycle and be clean and blah 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 blah, and then having somebody else do like the carbon emissions of like a hundred people in a year. That shit's over the line, and it's like classic billionaire stuff. And now she's threatening to sue the guy that tracks the jet like Elon Musk did, and I'm like, that's a really bad look. She's threatening to sue the person that tracks the jet? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's not Taylor Swift herself being like, kill that man. I'm sure it's her team being like, it makes her look bad, we need to like, curve the PR. Oh. But they're, it just came out that Taylor Swift's threatening to sue the guy that's tracking it. It's like, it's all public information. It's kind of ridiculous, like... It's not really yeah. tarnishing her name because they do it for every celebrity in every private jet. Mm -hmm. It just makes her look bad because she's using her private jet so much. Or yeah. the private jet that she has is being used so much, whether she's mm -hmm. on it or not. So I think it's just a PR thing to be like, we can't make ourselves look bad. We have to like put up our defenses and it's just yeah. a bad look. Like if, mm -hmm. if people are legit, people criticizing you over not hugging Celine Dion and everything, that's all like, 
eh, there's so, there's too much in it. There's too much like personality involved. But mm-hmm. I think criticizing somebody for doing something like a private jet and killing the environment and things like that, I think that's fair game. I don't think anyone's above criticism. But the question, Sean, is will she take that private jet from Japan to Las the Super Vegas? Bowl. Will there be enough time? Will there be enough time? She, she apparently took a 28-mile flight with it, so probably. But here, but here's the thing. Will there be enough time? She has a show in Tokyo the day before the... the see, the time is weird because of the time change. It depends on which direction she goes. <laughs> she loses 12 <laughs> hours or gains it. How will she do it? Will I'm she sure she'll it do it. I think, I think Gulfstream jets go really fast. I don't know if they're faster oh. than like a Boeing, that like an idea. Airbus, but... Is that what she has, a Gulfstream? I think so. I think that's what most of the private jets are. And then other people were like, no, the place that was like a 28-mile flight, or maybe it's a different one, they were like, there's actually just a, like a maintenance place for Gulfstream jets there. So it flew to get like maintenance, and then it flew to the airport to pick someone up. Hmm. So it's like, you can't really always trust what you're seeing, and a lot of people are just way too quick to want something to shout at mm-hmm. again it's all very chronically online i don't know how private jets work um let me well you see a mommy so jet and stupid. a daddy jet <laughs> aren't they like kind of shared private jets it depends i think it's like what was that company wheels up that are like a private jet company that you can hire yourself i think you can like ride share with those yeah. Or like you and I could like share a jet or something like that. I don't know, but I Brain think so jet, like, dude. Let's get the Brain oh, Leak jet. Come on, man. Just Guys, spreads ha- fucking shit all over the world. We have to make the podcast more popular so Sean and I we can have the We need Leak a jet. private jet. We need it. Guys, please start spreading the word about the podcast with the emphasis on they need <laughs> I, a Brain Leak private jet. We need to be like, what's his name? I always forget the... He's not a reverend. The fucking Kenneth... Oh, yeah. Copeland. The, like, big what, church what's his name? man. I, fucking the guy Copeland who looks like Satan in human skin. And God, he's like, he's the Lord scary. needed me to have a private jet. I need to ride first class. I can't be with the congregation. <laughs> yeah. I can't be with the smelly disciples. <laughs> and we need that, guys. Please. Is his name Kenneth Copeland? That sounds correct. It sounds right. But yeah, I, we need a private jet so we can do what Ninja yep, did. Kenneth Copeland. When people criticized Ninja and said he was irrelevant, he posted a picture of him swagged out in front of a private jet and said, how relevant do you think I am now? Or something like that. We need that kind of clout. We need that. If people we are saying that, like, guys. Brain Leak's dead, Sean and Ethan are irrelevant, we need to just be able to post in front of the Brain Leak jet. Please, guys. Please, we need this. Please. We need it. I can't ride <laughs> in a plane with other people anymore. I need my own. And we need our own like air current to follow. I can't be following other people's air current. No, no, I need no. pure clean air. Pure clean air for us to pollute. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be some part of the world that hasn't been polluted yet. God, we can do it. And then just like I was saying in my last ep- in the in the last episode when I went on that tangent about the the big space straw right. that's gonna suck up all the po- we'll implement that. Yeah. And then we look <laughs> like heroes. Fix a problem that didn't exist until you made it. But I'm fixing it. So it's fine. There's anyway. No I, the way I assume private jets work is that there's like a special area in airports where people who are using the private jet go. Like, obviously, you don't go through the ticket desk and the mm-hmm. security and everything, which is kind of fucked that you can just go to the airport, get on your plane and go. Yeah. That's like pre-9-11 airport. <laughs> you just go yeah. to the ticket desk and it's like, okay, I'm taking everything. I'm my whole family. Yeah. If you own the plane, they're like, huh, well, heck, what is there to check? That is kind of it. I think, obviously, somebody like her owns her plane. Doesn't Mr. Beast have his own private jet? I I don't know if he has a private jet or if he just does the, like, okay, we'll get you a private... Because, like you were just saying, you can just have... Right. I don't know. So he just gets private jets to pick other people up, but maybe doesn't use one himself. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I've never been on a private jet. I know I'm afraid never, to. If the internet ever finds out I take a private jet somewhere, they're gonna be mad at me. I've and never honestly been fair. on like a truly private jet. There's what like a 
well, there's like a there's a thing called JSX, which is like they're like charter jets, I guess, that go from like Burbank to Vegas and stuff like that. Oh, I've been on one of those, yeah, on a on like a layover, where it's like just a single seat either side. Yeah, yeah, they're just like smaller planes. I don't, I don't know. They go so fast. They go. I think I had a layover in Newark one time, and I had to go somewhere else. I can't remember where I was going. I think it was for tour or something. I had a layover somewhere, and then I... <laughs> I just love that sentence of, I had to go on a plane to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and where that place was, we'll never know. And I I took it. It was one of those planes, and I got on, and I was like, whoa, this plane is fucking tiny. This plane teeny tiny. And then it took off, and it, like... Other planes that you're on the runway for like, what, 30 seconds before it lifts off? This one was on the air runway for like five seconds and I was in the air and I was like, whoa! whoa. <laughs> Look how fast this thing Look is. at this wow. little guy! Look at this And I went up to the pilot and I patted him over the head and I was like, you're doing such a good job! Why are you doing so good? Piloting the little guy! Seat, sir. <laughs> sir, please put, don't put your hands over my eyes. Guess who? <laughs> <laughs> the ground! <laughs> Guess you! Doesn't matter anymore! Whee! Woo! Do you think it's hard to fly a plane? Um, nah. I could do it. Uh, I've played I enough flight try... simulator. I could do it. Just put a Xbox controller in my hand. I'm solid. I want to try... There's places that they have, like, legit flight sims that you can go to. You just reminded me! I met a guy at the YouTube Summit in Spain last year? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I don't know when you met him. He said that he flew with Ryanair, and he said that they have, like, a simulator in Ireland that I could try out at any time. I wonder if I could hit him up and we could try out a flight simulator. That would be so cool. Like the one that's like a little box and you have, like, the big screen. Yeah. And then it's like, it's actual, like, okay, here's the things that you need to do to land the plane. You gotta do, you have to do a full DJ set while you're landing the plane. I think it's probably hard enough already. I don't think we need more. <laughs> no, but the, all the buttons they have to press, they have to... They have oh, to I see what you mean. They're like a, the, an old, like, operator on, like, a switchboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I always find funny is when you're at an airport... And sometimes they're like printing the big things out, the miles and miles of paper. You know what I'm mm. talking about? I'm I've never it's seen the it. Flight logs. I don't. I don't know. But they're printing out these huge sheets of paper, and I'm like, don't we have a better way to do this now? <laughs> and they're actually just printing out someone's CVS receipt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like here, here, sir. Here you go. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> That's an American joke. No, oh, I had heard about that before I went to America, and then I was like, I'm just going to go to CVS and buy like two things and see what happens. And then the receipt was like mad yeah. long. And I was like, what's happening? There's so many coupons and barcodes. So much shit. Do you I guys mean, not have that over there? We not don't have Tesco? CVS. You don't have CVS? No, it's an American thing. Probably Canadian as well. What's the pharmacy called? Boots. Boots? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Boots. It's kind of like a... Yeah, I guess it'd be the same thing where you just have like aisles of like makeup, shampoo, hair care, mm -hmm. and then you have like a prescription desk. Yeah. Boots. Wow. Wow. Taylor Swift could fly right over there. Go to Boots. She could. Boots. I wonder how long it takes. How f If she's like, I've got to see Travis fire up the jet. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, Hi, Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> and then it like, it takes like four seconds she's in the air. And she's still like getting dressed and doing her makeup in it, and she like gets on, and she has, she doesn't even have pants on. That's see, that's crazy. It's like it's like how long how long does it take you to go for an airport experience? You know the 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 standard one is they always say get there two hours early. I don't uh -huh. do that anymore. I don't get there two hours early. But uh, you go and you get there two hours before your flight, okay, and then. You're getting on the plane. Your boarding starts at, say, let's say 5 p.m. But you're not actually, you get on the plane at 5 p.m., but you're not taking off till like, 5.40, maybe, like, 6. It also depends on what group you're in. Yeah. If you're in the last group, you're not getting on that plane till 6 o'clock. So it's like a, it's like a, almost, almost three and a half, maybe even, 
maybe even close to four hours before you're even off the ground. But yeah. how quick is it when you got your own plane? I you think- get on go. Yeah, they're just <laughs> doing shit before you get there. Like, pre-check, taking all the like tags off, those little like red things. Mm. And then they, they're they like, mission control, uh, put the nukes on board. <laughs> and then <laughs> Taylor's like, here I am, I'm Taylor Swift. And they're like, aye, aye, Taylor. <laughs> they have to say that every time she gets on. Do you think that there's still a flight attendant that does the safety thing? Oh, like, I hope Taylor, so. I need, I need you to pay attention. Please put your phone away. Good baby, good bad blood. Taylor, please stop singing. <laughs> and now we got problem. Yeah, because you're not paying attention. The yes, exits and Taylor, are here. If there is a problem, get uh, <laughs> gas mask fall from the ceiling. And then she's like, "It's me. I'm the problem. It's me." And they're like, "Yes, exactly. Yes. I'm so glad you understand." Those are the two Taylor Swift songs I know. Do you think here's here's the thing about flying? One of my favorite things about flying is when they bring you the little Biscoff cookies. Mm. Do you think they still have that on private jets? Because if they don't have those on our Brain Lake private jet, I don't. Want I want it. a fillet steak. Ooh, a nice fillet. Oil. <laughs> in. I would like the fillet steak. Okay, Taylor. <laughs> aye aye. So I used to do this every time. Every time. <laughs> Saying like I mean the Beatles. <laughs> yes, Taylor. <laughs> Is that England down there? That's do Mexico, you, Taylor. Do you think that Taylor's goofy? I, think that I hope Taylor's so. Taylor's goofy like that. I hope. I would hate to think that you're a billionaire and you can't have fun. <laughs> if I was a billionaire, I'd be having so much fun. I'd be throwing money at people. I'd be like, "You want a new school built? Ta-da!" And then every morning, instead of doing the Pledge of Allegiance, they have to do the Pledge the 20th Century Fox intro. Exactly. And then it's like, and right after, Universal now, Universal! Bum, 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 bum! Again, again! Okay, Taylor. I'm I'm tired of it now. We should do our No, I don't want it. We should do our own show at the Hollywood Bowl. You know how they have how they have like, you know, the whatever in concert at the Hollywood Bowl. It's a movie. We should do that. It's just a recorded episode of the podcast. Yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yes. Perfect. God I've always damn. wondered that if I gave, if we gave it like a year's run up and you're like, I'm going to promote every single day. Mm-hmm. Could we do a show in like Madison Square Garden and like 70% fill it? Probably not. Probably not even close. Cause I think it's what, like a 40,000, 50,000 seater. 19,000. Oh, you could do that. Madison Madison Square Garden offers a variety of spaces to accommodate your special event. We could so do cool. that. 19,000 people? Easy. You think so? 19? I have 30 million people that are subscribed to me. What's the point of having them all if I can't fill Madison Square Garden? <laughs> That's so true. Should we commit to Madison Square Garden? <laughs> yeah. And then we call them up and they're like, we don't do that. What? Stop calling. Just please stop calling. I wonder how much it would be to do Madison Square Garden. Because folks at home, uh, you can't just call a venue and they're like, please, come on down. It's super expensive. And it's booked out probably for like the next two years. Yeah. Um, We should do the Vegas Sphere. And it's just our giant faces above you. God, yes. Can you do- on the outside also. (laughs) (laughs) It's the backs of our heads. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do a show in the Vegas Sphere Live, like, can you hook cameras up to it, or does it have to be a pre-programmed thing? Because I'm thinking you just have two guys on stage, and we're talking to the crowd, but it's just two guys on their knees with cameras looking at us. <laughs> so you get to like see the whole thing above you. I'm sure you can do whatever you want. I'm sure it's mostly pre-programmed stuff to make it good. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure what you do you can mean? do that. Oh, there's so much potential. I'm going to put on like fucking Let's Plays a Fortnite on the big thing. <laughs> Playing 
playing Mario Kart on the sphere. Oh, that'd be so sick. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, uh, now oh, we should commit to the sphere. <laughs> we should. Guys, let us know what venue we should commit to that yeah. we are not qualified what, to be in. What venue should we'll we should we fly our private jet to? Yes, exactly. And we'll vlog exactly. the whole thing so you guys feel like you're there as well. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. We'll show mm -hmm. you, like, it's like a day in the life of a drum tech. I watched that video yesterday and I was like, oh, cool. I'm always curious what drum techs do first mm -hmm. people. And it's like a day in the life <laughs> of an asshole. <laughs> a day in the life of a, <laughs> of a billionaire. It's just a day in the life of a douchebag. And he's just walking down the street being like, fuck you. <laughs> and yeah, spitting on people. I, I am very excited for if we do a brain leak live because if we were to do it we wouldn't just do this go all out more. we'd learn a dance number i'd come yeah, out fully we'd... cosplaying as a bloodborne character oh, i want to be the cleric be... beast <laughs> wouldn't that be sick you just come out going <laughs> oh, so cool dun, and then dun, dun, i just go, dun, dun, dun. Just go you are not one in here <laughs> <laughs> away away it'll That's be fun like, though we would like to bring up somebody from the audience to be the hunter. Who wants to fight the cleric beast? <laughs> Come on, who wants to do it? And ba -ba -ba, you get to choose ba -ba -ba. your weapon. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? That would be so sick. Come on, guys. Madison Square Garden. Taylor Swift get has got the Eras tour. We've got the Bloodborne tour. Yes. Come on. And when you I'll... walk in the door, everyone gets a free tattoo of their favorite I'll... Carol Ruin. How hard could it be to do an Eras tour? Come on. Doesn't she have like 20 trucks? Yeah, something like that. Or like 50? Which is, which is insane. Yeah. I think it's 50. I think it's 50. We got a great she, big convoy. Because she gave a hundred grand bonus to every truck driver or something. Yeah, and it was like $5 million or something. 50 million. Yeah. It was 50 million because she gave everybody bonus something. Shit. Yeah. Crazy As stuff, dude. Someone who's rented a bus to go on tour, and you've been on a bus tour as well? Mm -hmm. That shit's not cheap. No. A, a bus for so that is like a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, it's so expensive. It's so damn expensive. And you have 50 God. trucks, and I'm assuming she has like a bus to herself. Yeah. And you have to, if, if you're international as well, you put that fucking shit, you put, put that fucking tour pussy on a pedestal. <laughs> I, w <laughs> I wonder... If so, Taylor, we should get her on the pod so we can ask her some questions. We should. I do want eventually it would be so fun to have traditional celebrities on the podcast to just have weird conversations with them that they wouldn't otherwise have. Yeah, you know, but you're never allowed to do that because their PR team won't let it. Yeah, and that's fucked up. I want to talk about pussy farts with a special guest. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Guys, we have Rihanna on the pod today. You have a pussy fart? Thought, thoughts on queefs. Thoughts Rihanna. on queefs. Rihanna? Please. Rihanna? The floor uh, is yours. <laughs> please, take as much time as you need. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to hit mute on my mic just in case. Go ahead. Just <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Do, do you know each other's home states? Oh, but uh, hold on. So, yeah, I want to talk about like... I want to have somebody like Leonardo DiCaprio on and be like, so after you won your Oscar, did you just go home and like jerk off? Or like, did you, like, what did you eat after? <laughs> Why is the age 25, Leo? What is it about 26 year olds that turn you off so much? Do you steal their life essence and then break up with them <laughs> to keep yourself young? The, the mic is so. yours. The mic is yours, Leo. <laughs> we won't be having Leo on the podcast. <laughs> He'll see this. I don't I think don't... Leo would say yes to the podcast. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he'd there's, say yes to most things. There's names that we have where we're like, we oh, could probably get them on. Yeah. I don't know. It could be I've, fun. I've, I've interviewed some cool people. Yeah. I and want it, to have Daniel Radcliffe on the podcast. Oh, I would so love to talk to Danny Boy. I It would be so cool, and I feel like he would be fun, and it would be nice. I don't know. I feel like Tom Holland Damn. would be the same. He's kind of yeah doing his shit now where he's like, I'm just going to come on and talk about whatever, and I'd be like, which testicle hangs lower? He lives in London, and not that, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I just be like, Tom, Zendaya, talk about that. 
Let's talk about that. Dude, the time I interviewed Jason Momoa, and I was like, I want to talk about when he was in Home and Away, because that got his career started, and I actually watched Home and Away, and it's fun. Uh-huh. And I was like, so about like your career, like you started in Home and Away, and now you're here as Aquaman. Like, tell me a little bit about that, or something like that. He was like, you want me to just go through my whole career? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I fucked it up. And I from that moment, I was like pulling the inject cord. I was like, get me out of this fucking room. Please, it's the only interview I've done where I'm like, I hate this. I, I annoyed him. It was the first one in the morning. He had a bucket of beers next to him. He didn't have any oh. of them in him yet. Oh. He just came off the radio shows. And I was like, I, I'm new to this. I'm nervous. Fucking kill me. Give me one of those beers, Jason. <laughs> So I could break it over my head and be out of this mess. Let's get Tom on the podcast. How hard could it be? He's taking a break from acting. Yeah, he should be on bullshit podcast with us. I'm sure no one else has asked him to be on a podcast. No one. No one else. I've met him a couple of times. I played Uncharted with him. We're chill. Ah, and you went, And then he was like, Bruv. (laughs) Classic Tom. It was nice, though. His brother afterwards was like, I watched all of your Uncharted playthrough when it came out, like, years ago. And I was like, that's sick. Here's my number. (laughs) You guys want to get drinks? You guys want to go do stuff after this? Oh, we've got so much plans. Oh, I can come with you. It's okay. Oh, We've got press conferences all day. I don't have anywhere to be. Thanks, guys. I'll love to chime in. Sorry, grandmother's dying in the hospital. Gotta go see her. Dude, mine died years ago. I know how it feels. I can come and wish well. (laughs) I can come and wish well. (laughs) Need me to come send her off? I I have surgery. I have to go get surgery, Sean. It's serious. (gasps) Well, they have that cool room where you can watch. I'll just just sit in there. I'll go get flowers. (laughs) I'll get the get well soon cards. I'll make sure nobody else disturbs you. I'll stand outside the hospital wing. I'll be like, sorry, doctor. Tom doesn't want to see anybody. I'm doing the surgery. Sorry, doc. I'm his bestie. (laughs) Not today. It's not happening, buddy. You can't just sign your initials in his abdomen. (laughs) To a lesser degree uh, than this bit, I, there's times when I miss going to conventions and stuff, but there were some times being at PAX Mm. and like you'd see a person and just like say hi or whatever. And then there would be an occasion where they would just try and tag along. And it's like, oh, yeah, I don't, I I had that uh, at the recent game awards and I, I don't want to like drag anybody or make anyone feel bad, especially if they ever hear this, because that. I feel mean doing it, but it does happen where we hung out with friends and some of them I had met for the first time and some of them were like friends of friends and they all work in like the game industry. And then some other people came up and they were like, joined the conversation and I was like, oh, they're probably friends of them. And they like took pictures and everything. They're like, oh, do you want me to like send it to you? And I was like, no, it's fine. That's cool. And then afterwards we were, they left and we were like, so who are they? And they were like, oh, we thought they were friends of yours. And we had no idea who they were. And I was like, are they just fans of people or did they just want to like, they had no one else to talk to. So they just came over and chatted. And afterwards I was like, oh, I feel weird now. We were just like chatting so like casually about shit. It's a little weird. It's a little But then I, I kind of did it to Sam Lake and the guys who play Alan Wake anyway, where I got all awkward about it. And I was like, dude, I ruined my chances to ever hang out with you guys. I started playing Alan Wake for the first time. (gasps) The first one. Not the second one yet, because mm. I want to play the first one. But a lot of people are saying that because I was like, I want to play the Alan Wake 2, so I'm playing Alan Wake 1. And then a lot of people were like, well, if you are playing, if you want to play Alan Wake 2, you, just, you should just play Control and then play Alan Wake 2. Is that true? What? That's what people were telling me. Who, who told you these lies? Twitch chat. Oh, Twitch chat doesn't even know their own fucking faces. <laughs> they... <laughs> It's Alan Wake 2, not Control 2. I mean, that's what I was thinking. There's a lot of control, really. There's a lot of control stuff in it, but you need Mm -hmm. to play Alan Wake to understand the story of Alan Wake 2. There's a bunch of people that are from the first game. That, like, the first person you play as is Nightingale, who's in the first game. You fight a boss who's a character in the first game. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, but all the people. Oh, Wado. 
I mean, if you play Control first, it would help understand some things, but, like, the story of Control has nothing really in connection with the Alan Wake story, other than they're going to converge at some point. Yeah. That's not I'm really liking, true, but you can you can go in without Control more than you can go in without Alan Wake 1. I'm liking Alan Wake so far. I mean, I just started. I'm not that far in at all. I'm mm. only, like, three or four hours in. It is very 2010, though, when I go and I'm like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> this game was made in 2010. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty old now, and the combat is like, after the first two hours, it's like, you've seen everything the game has to throw at you. Mm -hmm. I do like it, though, but you definitely have to be into the vibe of that universe. Yeah. Same, same no, with the fun. sequel. A lot of people were like, this is just weird, and a lot of people saw the musical dance number at the Game Awards, and they were like... This is just too weird for me. And I'm like, yeah, you have to really be into it. Like, if somebody says I really didn't like Alan Wake 1 or 2, I'd totally understand. Mm -hmm. I yeah. made the mistake of our friend Patrick Static on mm -hmm. Twitter was talking about the Yakuza games. And a new one came out called Infinite Wealth, which is Yakuza 8 or 9? I can't remember. Um, and he was like, can I go into this one without playing the other ones? And in my head, I'm like... You're a guy that doesn't have much time. You're not going to be able to really play these for a series, so you're not really going to be able to get that invested in it. You just had a kid. You like, yeah. you don't want to go in and play like every single game because you will burn yourself out on it, and there's a also, lot those to games take are in. Super long, aren't they? Yeah. So I was like, I was trying to think of it as like from a friendly perspective, and I said you can go into it. Obviously, you won't have the context of everything that's happened before, but you can still enjoy it without mm. knowing the full context of everything. And Yakuza fans got really mad at me. And they were yelling that, that I shouldn't have said that and it was terrible advice. And I'm like, I get it, you I get it. If you really wanna up. like if you really wanna embrace it, you should be playing other ones. At least Yakuza Zero and Like a Dragon, like the seventh game. But mm. I was like, I'm just speaking to my friend here, it, like in isolation. It just happens to be going out publicly. <laughs> just I was like, just just play it and like you will have fun. And I'm like, I don't wanna tell you to commit to like so many other games just so you'll enjoy this one. 300 hours of gameplay before. Yeah, I, I get one. it. It's like saying like, oh, you can just jump into One Piece now and then people would be like, no, that's fucking stupid. And I'm like, I'd rather you jump into it and experience some of it than not jump into it at all, ever. Is that what you've been reading recently, One Piece? Oh, yeah, baby. I'm fully on board oh, now. Oh, baby. It took Which 450 chapters to, for it to get, like, <laughs> good. <laughs> it's it's good the whole time, but it started to get like 450? real. There's like 1100 chapters to One Piece right now, and it's still going, and it's on its last arc. They're ending it soon, but I was like, I'm going to start reading it, and the first, the start of it is, it's really fun, but it's definitely like, oh, a kid on an adventure, we did a little thing, haha, -ha, forget He's all that, now we're bouncing off to the next boy, thing. right? Yeah, and it's yeah. fun, but there's like... Early on, there's very little, like, consequence or stakes to anything. And now it's, like, a lot of the stuff that happens earlier really gets paid off later. Like, some of the characters that were in the first chapters are, like, dude, he's, like, that guy? I, like, Shanks is, like, red-haired Shanks. I was, like, oh, he's just Luffy's friend and he's another pirate. Now it's, like, dude, he's an emperor? What the fuck? That's what um, I was thinking also when I... So it's cool like that, but it does take, like, 450 chapters plus for it to be, like... Now something serious is happening. Now people are actually getting hurt and I'm worried about people. And then like chapters like 550 or whatever it was, like a certain character dies that I'm not going to say who it is. And I was like, I was like, bruh, I need a fucking break. I was reading it in bed. I stayed awake till like 2.30 a.m. Because I was like, I got to see what happens. I got to see what happens. And now I'm fully on board. Is that when One Piece dies? One yeah, piece. John One Piece. John One Piece. J-O-P, they call him. <laughs> dude, they killed J-O-P. Dude, it's crazy. Is that I, what you did on your birthday? You read some One Piece? No. I, I Actually, th my birthday was the one day I didn't read One Piece that night. Because Evelyn and I have been trying to lose weight, so we're eating, like, home-cooked food and eating clean and, like, no chocolate or snacks or beers or anything like that. So on my birthday, we were like, let's just ditch all that. And let's just do whatever we want. So I woke up. The first thing I had was McDonald's. Hell yeah. I broke my fast with McDonald's because I just couldn't stop thinking about a Big Mac after I put it in my head. And then we went out to town. We went and did mini golf mm -hmm. at Glow Balls, where you were. Glow Balls! 
It was so Which much more fun because we did. Um, we were supposed to do the aquatic one, but it was full, so we did Zootopia. <laughs> which it's not Zootopia the movie it's just yeah. animals uh -huh. but it was so much better because there was no one there there was one there was one group in front of us that had like three people but there were like five holes ahead of us so then yeah. at one point it was just me and Evelyn in the whole course hell yeah so we got to do whatever we wanted and then after that we went and got Krispy Kreme oh which was I didn't know a, there was a Krispy Kreme in Brighton yeah baby Whoo it was we got like we rented some of those bikes at the marina and then uh -huh. we cycled back to Brighton from there and some old lady yelled at us for not being on the bike lane and we <laughs> felt bad and then we realized I was like we can be on this there's a picture saying be considerate and it's like people walking people with a dog people on bikes uh -huh. people skateboarding and I was like we're allowed beyond this and then we like halfway down and we went out onto the road and there's like a bike path there but the lady was like there's a nice bike path over there. Spent a lot of money on it. I was like, okay, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, so that kind of like put a damper in our fucking time. Um, but then we came home. We watched Princess Mononoke in the theater room. Nice. Incredible. And then we went out and had a steak dinner, which was fucking... It was fucking delicious. <whistles> and then I came home. Baby. And I was so uncomfortable from eating and my body wasn't used to it anymore that I just had to go to sleep. I had like three glasses of wine, so I couldn't Woke read one piece. Woke up in the morning, uh, tried to take a shit, passed out, hit my Dude, head <laughs> this is so close to actually being accurate. I woke up at 4 a.m. with the exact same cramp I had again. And I was like, oh, no. Evelyn, wake up! <laughs> it's happening! And I went to the bathroom and I was like... I think I have to poop. I was on the toilet for about 20 minutes before anything actually happened. And I was sitting there and I was like, don't pass out. Don't pass out. And I was like looking around and I was trying to like be aware of my surroundings. And I was like, okay, if I feel anything, I'm getting on the floor. And for 20 minutes, I just had war flashbacks. My PTSD was flaring up. And then I took a poop and went back to bed. And then I woke up the next morning. My watch said I slept for six hours and I had a 40% readiness score. Or like 40% recovery. And I was like, this is a bad... <laughs> bad time. I did nothing for the whole next day because I had such a, like, food hangover. I forgot what it was like to just eat, like, shit all the time. Yep. I need to start eating better. I need to start cooking. I like cooking, and I just don't go to the grocery store. Yeah. We got a... I think that helped us is that Evelyn got like a vegan cookbook. Not that we wanted to eat vegan or like we're opposed to eating meat or anything like that. But the thing that sold her on it was that it was quick, easy, 30 minute or less recipes. So it was like, let's do that. And then sometimes we would just like add shredded chicken or something to it. Mm -hmm. But it was so easy. And that thing was like, try out a different recipe every day. And then suddenly it was like, we're two weeks into this. It, it helped a lot. I think that's maybe what I need is something quicker. Because mm. sometimes I'm like, all right, I'll spend a whole day doing a thing. But most of the time I'm like, I want food now. <laughs> yeah. I'm upset. It's like, I want to eat nice food, but I don't, I don't want to like marinate a steak. And like, yeah. oh, I got an air fryer. Ooh, oh, baby. baby. I was one of those people that's like, I don't need an air fryer. I have a fan oven and a grill. And like, like our oven has like two compartments in it that has like all everything. So I'm like, I don't need that. And then PJ and Sophie said they had one and they were like, no, it's amazing. And I, I got one and it's fucking incredible. I cook okay. everything in it. I and think I have an air fryer. I barbecue chicken. It just has like a little drawer in it. You just fucking, it's basically you just shove food in it and then put it on. And then ours has like the two bins. So you can put like chicken in one, potatoes in another, and then sync oh. up their times to cook. So they're both done at the same time. It's so exciting. Oh. I'm one of those guys. You're one of those guys now. I know, I, bought, I get it. I bought for a video, I bought a fryer. Fryer? <laughs> like a Like a deep like fat oil. fryer? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I did like a deep frying everything video that will come out at some point. But one thing that I made in there for the video, but I was like, fuck, this is so good. Is I deep fried a Twinkie? <laughs> Hell it was, yeah. It was unbelievable <laughs> did you it put was... anything on it or you just deep fried stuff as they are i just most of the time i just deep fried stuff well 
I I made a batter and then I mm. dipped things in the batter and right. then yeah. Cuz um, you had to do it no. you had to do a Mars bar. Oh. Deep fried Mars bars are like a thing here and in Ireland in certain places mm. not everywhere. I've never yeah. had one because I, I so growing up I was like that sounds disgusting and I feel like I'm going to die eating this and I'm like kind of want one. Kind of cool. I haven't used a deep fried fryer since I was a kid. We had one at home to like make next, chips and stuff. And now I'm like, it's so good. Next time you come here, we should do a video where we uh, make the most American meal and we just deep fry oh, everything. It's become epic meal time. I did deep fry a Big Mac. Fuck yeah! Oh my god, you're living the dream! This is wild. Oh, we gotta do this again! I wanna like, trying American candy, but they're all deep fried. You gotta go like, one layer above the meme. Like, comparing British versus American candy, like those types of videos. But they're all deep fried. Yes. Covered in sriracha. It's like, it all tastes the same. I got a bunch of Japanese candy, and they're all okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. They're all just fine. I don't, I wasn't impressed, and I was like, Yeah, they like, don't really do candy the way knows, we like, do here. The best candy. But I was, I like, was ah. I'm sure you can find it, but I remember going to Korea when I was in my early 20s, and we would go through the snack aisle, and most of them are, it's better this way, but they don't really lean into the sugar the way we would. Mm. Like, you can't go and there's not, like, two full aisles of, like, chocolate, gummies, sours, and then it's all, like, crisps and chips and stuff like that. It's all... Most of their stuff was, like, um, like fish-flavored crisps, which I was like, I don't know about that. I'm not big on fish, but they were delicious. And, like, well. there's nothing worse than going out to a restaurant at an Asian food place, and then it's like, you want dessert, and you bite into something, thinking there's going to be sweets inside, and it's bean paste. Yeah, that's happened to me a couple times, and I'm like... And, like, oh. I'm fine with that. I like, like, steamed buns and bean paste and everything, but when I expect something else and I get that, it's just disappointment. Dessert should be sweet. Dessert should also not be another meal. Yeah, just a little treat. I don't, just like, when I eat dessert, I don't want, like, a crepe. Like, something yeah. that I'm going to eat for, like, lunch. I want, like, ice cream and tart. And, like, it's got to be stuff that you can only get at dessert. You know? Yeah. That's that's what I was I was happy with with some of the Japanese candy. They had these individually wrapped cookies. The cookies were really mm. good. But they were also, like, they were, like, this big. They were, like, huh. qu not quarter-sized, but, you know... I, I'm trying to... Uh, how big is this? It's like golf ball sized, but flat. It's cookie. Like a like a macaron. Yeah. And I was like, this is a great size. Because now, as I approach death, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want so much stuff. It hurts my body. Yeah. It hurts. Jocelyn was making fun of me the other day because I... I don't even remember. Oh, I ate a bunch of pudding for a video. And then she was making fun of me because after I was like, I can't do it. We were supposed to film another video. And mm -hmm. I was like, I can't do it. My stomach hurts so bad. <laughs> she was like, why does your stomach hurt? And I was like, because I just ate so much fucking pudding and it's so much sugar and my body I, hurts now. I couldn't even last after the cereals we ate. <laughs> God, the cereal was rough. So much milk, so much sugar. Uh, it's too processed for me. I, I have a question. What's your favorite dessert? If you're going to a place and you see, like, a specific dessert on the menu, you're like, I hope they have something like this. Uh, so if I see this on the menu, I always get it. Um, creme okay. brulee. If it's on the menu, I'm getting it. I love That's a good creme one. brulee. I do like I a good creme. I love creme brulee. Uh, creme brulee, I feel like, could be, can be mid really easily. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's so good, and sometimes it's like, eh, it's fine. But if there's creme brulee on the menu, I will always try it. I also really love key lime pie, and I love Ooh. cheesecake. Yeah, and New York cheesecake. Mm -hmm. Just the, I, what is it? It's not vanilla, but like the vanilla type one, just the white cheesecake. What it doesn't it? have any like chocolate or raspberry or anything in it, just New York style cheesecake. I thought of something horrible, Sean. Are you gonna deep fry cheesecake? What if we deep fried the whole cheesecake factory oh cheesecake menu? <laughs> Holy fucking Christ. 
My, oh, now we gotta do it. Hurts already. But we have. I have to be allowed stop when I want to. <laughs> okay. I, we can't. I can't go through the whole menu and then be like, I, "There's just some things I won't put my body on the line for anymore." Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it's key lime is a very big one. But like my death row meal, my last supper is like banoffee pie. What is that? It's like banana toffee. Cheesecakey pie-ish. Lo lots of places do it differently, but as long as it has the banana toffee flavor, ooh. Ooh, ooh that looks so good. Some places do them like a sundae, or like a oh, banana yeah, split. Some of, some of them are in cups. Yeah. Damn, that looks real good. Sometimes they're like cheesecake, but anything like that. Oh! oh. <laughs> well, anyway. let us know your favorite desserts down below. Sean... We are reaching DEFCON levels of I have to shit so bad. <laughs> Dude, as someone who's brought so much shitting stories to this podcast, I understand. <laughs> I see you and I believe you. I'm starting to get hot. You're starting to turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Your back teeth are floating. I am, I am starting to turtle. Cooking on a low heat. Okay. Thank you everyone so much for watching. <laughs> Ethan's going to go poop and we'll talk about it next time. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Thank you so much for watching. Don't shit your pants. Goodbye hey. and good night. <laughs> Brain leak. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again.